everybody. Welcome along to episode 51 of Percussion Discussion. Hope you're all well out there and enjoying our conversations. Um, please check out our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, our YouTube channel. And if you wouldn't mind subscribing to our YouTube channel, this will ensure that uh, you don't miss any of our forthcoming episodes. Of course, any the ones that have already been. Um, if you would prefer to hear our conversations on the go, then they are all available in podcast form. You can hear those on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Uh, on to today's guest. Um, I've had the pleasure of knowing this guy for a few years, and he really is an incredible drummer, uh, musician, composer. Um, he's been playing for Josh Groban for the last three years, touring the world, Um his skill level is just ridiculous. Um, he's released five drumless albums, uh, giving all the drummers out there a chance to try his incredible songs. Um, just a super talent, a lovely guy. It gives me great pleasure to welcome Mr. Kaz Rodriguez. No worries, man. Thank you for having me, mate. It's a pleasure. It's good to see you. It's been a while. I think it was um, two years ago when you came up to do the clinic up in North Wales. So it was um, it's quite a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a it's been a long time. It's uh Yeah. I think your little your your little one's probably like like my height now, isn't it? Not qu- not quite, not quite. But I, do you know what? That's still one of my favourite photos is, is, is a if, I don't know if you remember, but he was sat on the stage during the sound check and he had a he had his A C D C T shirt on just, just looking up as you were chatting away. So I love that picture. Wow. <laughs> it was a great clinic. It was a great night. It really was. It was fantastic. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's um pleasure. Yeah, it was really, really nice and fun. It was a fun night. Yeah. People still talking about that one. And and I think, unless I'm mistaken, that was right in the middle of um the Josh Groban tour as well. It was in a little break just after Christmas, if I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was um it was a little break and it was nice to just, you know, free up a bit again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you, you play what I usually do because uh, the tour is quite intense. <laughs> just yeah, because you you because uh, and obviously you've gone from playing I don't know fifteen thousand seaters to to one hundred and forty people in a in a hotel function room. You know, it must be a, a weird thing that when you you know. Yeah. I mean, it it was for me. It, I've always kept this mentality when I'm, uh, you know, if I'm playing in front of you know. 20,000, 15,000, or even like 10 people mm. always appreciate an audience. So it makes no difference. And, I, and actually, funny enough, it's more pressurizing playing in front of a smaller crowd. Yeah. And, and all drummers as well, uh, who, who are sitting there waiting, yeah, to be, right. waiting to be blown away, you know? <laughs> they were, by the way. We were, we were all. Singles and paradiddles, mate. That's all I've got. Singles and paradiddles. Don't know where the doubles go. <laughs> so you know, we'll, we'll we'll start with Josh because obviously that's it's a major gig for you. But it, you, it must be quite um, quite a tricky thing to because obviously your playing style, you wouldn't generally put your playing style and that gig together. You know, you must. It must feel like having your hands tied at some points. You know, having to lay it down on on two and four. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always it's always a crazy one because, you know, I I originated from playing grooves, just mm. like the backbeat four and four stuff. Because, you know, the 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 thing with Josh was, you know, he found me on on social media. Yeah. And um, 
he actually found me on Dromeo and he and and it was based on the fact that I could be technical but I'm also a songwriter. Mm. So you know the thing with being Josh, with Josh it's it was kind of a godsend because it didn't feel like I had my hands you know tied behind my back it was more I had to be more on top of things yeah. because you know playing grooves that you know Steve Jordan's on the record you know Steve a, a, a really good friend and he's just got like you know he's steve <laughs> yeah and 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 the way that someone plays a groove um is something that is really not just a challenge but also it's inspiring so like i felt like josh is so world eclectic i mean there's a lot of genres mm. i think so what he was after was someone who can play genres of music, different genres, like yeah. singer-songwriter songs, then sometimes it goes into like a Latin thing, and then it goes into a odd time signature thing, which is surprising. There's a song called um, A La Luce, and uh, it's in like five and then four, and then it's in oh, five, right. and then it's five again, and then four, and then it goes into like nine, and you're like, what? <laughs> but... And, um, but in general, it's a real uh, challenge and it is a really good gig to be on because you get to play with not only just fantastic musicians and sharing the stage with Josh, but also, uh, you know, being a family and also to to learn different styles. and styles yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a fantastic way for me to also go into a, I would say, more of a grown-up gig. I'm, I'm the young member of the band that never... <laughs> I mean, Josh has turned 40 now, but I mean, like, you know, everyone else is like over 50. Right. Turning with six plus 60 plus. And um, I'm like the youth, the young, the young blood in the band. (laughs) The 33 year old is like, you ain't seen nothing, kid. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's a family and, and I, and I love them and adore them. And, you know, Mm. again, it's just going to be great going back on the road with them as well. Just to, yeah. You know, we all right now is, um, you know, J.R. Robinson has been covering for some of my shows. Not, not, not a bad depth then, really, is he, you know? Not, not a bad depth, not a bad depth. Uh, <laughs> which is crazy because, you know, I grew up listening to, to J.R. as well. But, like, J.R.'s done a few TV runs for them. But yeah. I think it's nice to, to know that I'm, you know, coming back soon and, and getting everything back on the road. Yeah. Josh and I always talk and he's always like, can't wait for you to come back and because it we were mid tour yeah of course we tour during the pandemic <laughs> it was like all right let's go and do a show and then all of a sudden we were in uh, florida in jacksonville next day was uh, the same day we got told we had to go back and i was like oh we're only a week into our tour as well <sighs> yeah oh that's sickening uh, <laughs> so i guess i guess you've had no word of when it might carry on at, at the moment then Difficult to say, well, isn't it? Yeah, potentially we'll be. I'll be back in August. So. Oh right, okay. Yeah, that's good. Right now it's all skeletal. You know, we don't know when things will go back to normal. But next year our tours will continue officially. Mm. Um, but this year is like very skeletal. It's just to get things sort of back in order. Yeah. And me, I'm the only guy in 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 London, so I'm the only. I'm basically the only Brit. It's like. Little Britain, we're the, the only, <laughs> that guy, I'm the only gay in the village, but, um, except that I'm not gay, but it's, uh, <laughs> I'm the only Brit, 
in the in the in the, in the, the whole whole port, uh, point. So it's really cool to it's really cool it's really cool to like you know be able to travel with them guys. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's I do miss those guys because we yeah. we become like a family. So you know when we're on stage, everyone appreciates everyone's playing. So sure, sure. If something's different, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's it what's it like touring on that scale? Because we're talking a huge scale thing here. This is not, you know, it's not a minor thing, is it? It's huge. Yeah, I mean touring it touring with Josh, it's yeah, it, it was even unreal for me because you know, being here, I did so and there was like a they they have a certain level, there's certain things you've got to do yourself. You know, you've got to drive yourself to get somewhere. Yeah. You've got to lug your own gear to get to a gig. And even if you're playing for a big pop artist. and um, But when, when you're playing with someone like Josh, everything's done for you. It's mm. like, I just, I, was, I literally walked in. I was like, wow, <laughs> do, I, do you need me to do anything? I was like, you know, coming into production rehearsals with my first day of the job in 2018. And I was like, Shall I get, you know, I was carrying the hardware for my tech. My tech was like, you're not supposed to do anything. Just sit. Wow. <laughs> it's just like, wow, that's that's a bit crazy. And then I was so grateful for it. But they treat you as artists. And I think that's one thing that jo- I love about Josh's camp so much. Because everyone in the band is is a, is, is an artist. Yeah. Um, uh, and we're not like session guys. So they treat us with the same amount of respect as Josh. And... You know, um, being on those sort of levels of tours is unreal because, you know, you go on the tour bus, one day you're in American Airlines Arena, then the next day you're in the Staples Centre, the next day you're playing Red Rocks, <laughs> the next day you're doing Madison Square Gardens. Like, you wake up, you're in Madison Square Gardens, like, in New York and doing yeah. a DVD. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? what's going on? But, it's insane, isn't it? It really is that. It is, and it's, it's it's a great. Like I say, I never take it for granted. It's 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 never. You know, a lot of people change uh, when things start to happen for you, and mm. I've never like felt any different yeah. in what I do. I I I'm still the same Kaz when I was ten years old. Like <laughs> a lot of people take that sort of level when you get to a a standard in your in your artistry you feel like something's owed to you but really it isn't just, mm. i still am the same old simple kaz who was born and raised in in ealing <laughs> you know it's like yeah you know it's i just love creating and being able to have great experiences and these things are things that you can go with uh, yeah. you know you can leave with in the world you know so and um i never take it for granted so um oh, that's good you certain you certainly create. I know there's, you're one of the most creative people I think I've ever I've ever met. You, you never stop, do you? You're always doing something. Always, I think there, there is um, you know, there's this thing with me. Like obviously, I have synesthesia, but mm. which actually doesn't make me stop. Um, it's just about how I see color and how I have to create. And yeah. you know, I've just recently you. Know, uh, released my fifth album uh, and I think the time that I saw you was only my fourth album releasing um, and that was uh, Synesthesia but this yeah. one's Motions the new one actually the artwork's just right there the back the, oh yeah I see it I see it yeah yeah. Uh, 
And um, but yeah, so and and it was great, like doing that. I'm I, during the pandemic. I've just been writing, recording, doing a lot of live streams, and you know, doing the drumio stuff because I'm one of the drumio coaches. Yeah, um, I'm really fortunate to 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 do that, and have been asked to do that. And um, there's a lot of there is a lot of um, exciting things that I've I've been able to do, even non musical. You know. Mm. Cooking, <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah. You know, you know, baking, cooking, like, you know, you've you got time to do stuff now at yeah. home. So yeah. you know, I, I I definitely have learned how to be a cook, <laughs> just a different skill set. But also, like, because I love cooking and I, and I always cook anyway, but to no, not be on the, on the road and fly, you know, yeah. and, and creating-wise as well is like, you know, I'm learning so much about, you know, cameras and, yeah. and videography and switches and how I'm broadcasting. Because if this lockdown didn't happen, I wouldn't have been able to switch doing, doing uh, learning how to broadcast. Yeah. You know, I've got, um, a de- you know, a, a really great uh, studio desk that I work with Stephen Slate. Um, and, you know, learning this stuff, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the camera stuff, it's like, it's, it's amazing because I, it's a, it's a challenge that you can really stimulate your mind. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and, and sometimes just stepping away from the drums is, is, is a godsend. And this is kind of my creative space to mm. do what I like. Um, and, and that's what keeps me going until things go back to normal. Yeah. And I, and I feel like that's a great mental, uh, stimulation. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that, you know, in no way that has the pandemic been a good thing, but from the point of view of people getting creative and learning new skills, it's been pretty incredible, hasn't it? Because, you know, time, we've all had time. That's the thing. Yeah, we've had a lot of time. And and it's actually a real test as well, because a, a lot of people are so not into, you know, they feel like there's one thing that you've got to do in the music business. And, Really and truly, there is so many. There are so many spaces in the music business, mm. and in general, in creating, and it's how much you're willing to learn. And learning is such a, it, you know, it takes you back into when you were in high school, or or whether you were in in you know primary school or, or college or university, where you know you get told to do homework. Mm. It's like. <laughs> Nobody likes doing homework. No, it's like, it's like sod it. Off to the pub, off to the SU bar. Yeah, know, the yeah. Bar. And for me, it was always like I was that guy. But now I learn, you know, I learned the value of, you know, learning mm. and why we learn is because it helps you in the long run for your skill set. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that because. You know, I I got the balance of both worlds, being a composer and a drummer. But there's other things I'm, you know, you you do the norm all the time. You want something different in your brain to to go, oh, that's something I could work on whilst this is happening. And I turn that negative of what's happening in the world to a positive. Yeah, yeah. And you get to be home. You get to be more more home. Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm a I'm so grateful to be home to be able to spend time with family and your loved ones and, and to, 
to just catch up with friends that you haven't been able to for like years, you know? Yeah, of course. So, and like what we're doing now, like, you know, we've been mm. trying to chase each other for probably near enough a year. Yeah. <laughs> and and now we're here and it's just like, and in my head I was like, I need to do it. I need to do it because I never forget about it. But it's when you do so many things and mm. like we're here now, it's like, that's what counts. And it, it and it's nice. Like, yeah. you know, we exchanged com- great conversation couple of years ago when i did the the clinic and i was sure. like you know I'd, and we even spoke about oh i'll come again you know i'd love i've always come again because i felt like anything to do with bringing a community of drummers mm. and musicians together and yeah. to inspire and actually to inspire each other yeah it's just one big massive drum hang you know it's perfect isn't it you know um yeah. and and i have to say going back to the technology you've you yeah. always get you get a great drum sound on your broadcasts and stuff, the stuff you, you do live. And and has that taken a lot of learning to get that? I, I appreciate, you, you know, you've got the Stephen Slate desk and stuff, which, which we know is great and great drums. And I know your microphones are a bit special as well. Um, oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know, it all helps. <laughs> but you can still mess it up with all that great gear. It can still sound oh, crap, can't it? Oh, 100%. I mean... It's not really about the gear that you have. It's mm. what you can do with it. It's like, yeah. I say it like this. Um, you know, you could have the world's best camera and it can and, and it may not come out the way you like it. Mm. Like right now, I'm using my camera to, to do the Zoom. Sure. But I, maybe three, four years ago, I wouldn't have known how to do this. Mm. Like, but... I learned the process and then learned there's a switcher and I learned how to get the sound coming out and broadcasting and why, why, you know, broadcasting, it it compresses, but what do I need to do EQ wise in order for it to come out really clear when it compresses. And when I do zoom lessons, a lot, a lot of uh, the students that I teach, they're always like, this sounds like a record. (laughs) It's because, you know, I learned, I learned how to do it. It's not just the mics, it's no. the EQs, and, like kind of ear, you know, and it's not about the bells and whistles. It's, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful to have, you know, <clears throat> you know for me, the, the, the best drums that work for me yeah. and, and the cymbals and, and, and the choices that I use for heads and tuning. And it's all, it's more of a case of you can make, uh, you know, uh, right here, I've got like a, world's smallest uh, kick drum it's like a 14 inch cocktail kit yeah on my right and it's like you can make that sound great sure. <laughs> it's like it's just how you use your ears and, yeah. and and i think that's the special thing about learning you know how to do it and especially whilst i was doing drumio man it was it is stuff that i didn't know that i could do that i learned and i learned more on my own mixes mm. how things are supposed to be EQ'd and rooted and and now it's like second nature because I it's like I, I I guess it's like driving a car right you know you 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 drive one car that you've driven for years and you're like oh, I'm used to this you know yeah. I'm I'm used to this dodgy clutch that <laughs> that gosh change gears for and my gear stick is like crazy crazy stiff and you can't change the gears but then you go into yeah, brand new car and everything's all of a sudden smoother. Yeah. You're like, 
I'm still not used to it. And then eventually it's just second nature. You know, you start to learn sure. everything, turning a key on. It's, it's the same thing with, with this stuff, broadcasting yeah. and, and yeah. mixing and all that. Yeah. Cause let, let's be honest. I mean, it opens doors, doesn't it? When you have the ability to do this. Cause I'd imagine Drumeo, everybody knows that their, their, their audio and the visuals are amazing. And they wouldn't have you doing the remote stuff if your sound wasn't up to scratch, would they? It's as simple as that. Exactly, yeah. And I think, I think, you know, Drumio is such a great team because you know they they helped. Like, there's a guy called Victor Gudera. Like, uh, Victor is the the sound master. Yeah. Um, and um, he has helped all of us on mm. how to get the right sound, but. Some some of us knew what we were doing. So, like, you know, Victor had the least trouble with, like, me, for example. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. And all I do is plug a 3.5 millimeter audio cable into <laughs> into the mixer and it broadcasts my entire drum mix and everything. And everyone's like, well, the drums sound great. And I'm like, not, not even a USB. <laughs> no. Just, just, just a one cable. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it, it it's great, but you got to understand. And yeah, the audio comes from USB three. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like, you know, little things like that. Like rather than sending all your inputs into a mixer and then putting it into, like there are simple ways of doing things. Mm. And if you understand your your equipment, yeah. it's even better for you because then you have the capability of doing things like like Dromeo and, and, and doing your own drum mm. clinics online because a lot of things now are like live online concerts and, yeah. and live stream stuff and even learning how to, to do a video. Like all my Instagram stuff is literally the camera that I'm using now yeah. uh, into QuickTime and the audio is just an, the in-ear feed going straight into QuickTime. Wow. Okay. So, and then everyone starts going, "Oh, the drums sound great. Oh, how's it sound like?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's just a feed into QuickTime, and I press record, and then it saves everything, and then I can just set, choose what I want and put post it if I wanted to, or it's just stuff that I can do for quicker workflow." Yeah. So the so the drums and the the visuals and the audios are already synced up at that point, so you don't have to match things up. No. no. Cool. Because I got like an auto switcher here uh, for my drums, and then literally I can change the the angles change every however many seconds I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll go like side, top, front, um, and then like close up wherever I clamp. You know, my go if I have a GoPro or sure. camera, and it just does it all in you know at its own pace. I just press a song and then just have fun with it and play. Yeah, so. Yeah, really cool. It's, it's, it's a lot of homework, but it's it's um it's definitely worth it you know, mm. to to invest the time uh in in this this world because as drummers, you know, having more skill sets actually helps you to have these opportunities like teaching online and yeah. not being you know all this social distancing stuff. Like I feel like as creatives, we are we've always been the people that adapt. Yeah, sure. Like we don't go to a, you know, if you go into a, I remember when I was younger and I did function gigs, you know, and 
someone would say to me, you know, or you li- you left a floor tom uh, leg, <laughs> you know, you left a floor tom leg uh, at home and you're like all the way up north, like you're out of town now and yeah. you're at this wedding playing. What do you do? And you got you got to improvise. Yeah. So you get you get like I don't know a, a, a drumstick and put it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, everyone's probably done it, but you have to adapt. And sure. sometimes, you know, things don't work out to plan, and you 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 adapt. You know, yeah. if 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 there's a singer's not in the band, what do you do? You get someone else to sing. Yeah. It's like yeah. We we. There, there's always a way of adapting in your lifestyle sure. and um, not for the bad, but just to just as a temporary solution. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, you've got these skills forever now and, and it's stuff that's only going to get better and, and easier, isn't it? You know, as more as definitely as more gear comes out and newer innovations, it's good to be on top of it, isn't it? Yeah. Gears, gears always a forever going on thing. And it's, it's amazing to see such amazing drum drums being made, um, you know, the, I I feel like there are, there's a point now where every drum company makes drums that just they all sound great. Like, yeah. You know, um, in, in, and there's you know stuff that people are making bespoke. You know, mm. like you know, there's like some stuff like Z Kit. You know, Z Kit drums yeah. um, with the mechanism. And I, you know, they they sent me one on my Tama snare. And I'm, you know, filming content for them now, and it's uh, it's an amazing thing. Like you wouldn't have thought of it, but then you go, "Oh, it's great!" Like, mm. and technology is also adapting. Microphones are getting better, you know. And and Earthworks always spoke to me only because of Drumio. You know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I did Drumio, and then then we started using them, and then you saw the Zildjian Live, and I was using them in there, and they're like everything was like earthworks just work yeah i i remember back in the clinic the the engineer that i used who's a great engine and great engineer by the way oh yeah and he, he was it was amazing yeah and he he was all set with his um audits and he said oh, i'd rather use these and that was the first time he'd come across earthworks and he was absolutely blown away really yeah. blown away by the build quality and the sound of them you know yeah and they work. They just don't need that much gain. And it, yeah. and the thing is, as well, they come across well live and for recording. Yeah. And uh, it was at that time I just got them. Um, so I, you know, whilst I was mid tour, and then I, I just thought it'd be fun to try them. Mm. Then you guys were like, "Yeah, it sounds great." I'm like, "Oh, great." It it did sound really cool. It did even from some of the basic recordings from the desk. It was like, "Wow, yeah, it's really, really, really great." You know, so. Uh, speaking of Zildjian Live, that must have been amazing to do. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun. It was that band. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Ghost Note. Yeah, they're they're really great. And um, yeah, Spot. You know, he's amazing. I mean, mm. Spot's a good friend and and um, such an inspiration. Like, we. The funny thing was, is like, you know, I think out of all the songs. I think I was the only one that wrote my own song. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I did. I wrote it like half done because I was actually on the road with Josh. Yeah. And I was in Poland, and then uh, Spot called me and said, like, "Kaz, can you send me like one of your songs that we can just get, you know, get something to rehearse?" And I was like, "Sure." So I, I was like, kind of writing a song to 
like on the spot. <laughs> it's like whilst I was in Poland and I said, Hey, how about this? And I sent this, he goes, perfect. Cool. And, um, then they made an arrangement and it was amazing. And then, um, like, you know, spot added his, the horns and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, originally the whole song had no drum solo. Right. Okay. It was just the song. And then he, spot was like, this is a drum video. You need to do a solo. People need to see what you do. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And then he's like, just stop being an idiot and do it. Like, just do it. So I, we made that little part at the end and it was fun. Like I, I, I was so overwhelmed because, you know, to be able to be an art, to have been asked to do it. And it was, and also the, the studio is like iconic. It's, yeah. you know, East West studios, you know, you, you can get, you know, people from the Beatles, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, in that room so the spirit of them were, were yeah. there you know and uh was there a lot of rehearsal for that no <laughs> wasn't there wow it, it sounded like there was because it, it was really slick from from everybody's oh. performance band wise yeah i mean we we had to we had to learn the stuff quick i mean the zildjian live show because i did a show the day before and it was uh it was like with jam card Mm-hmm. And it was one of my, my, it was like a tribute show for all my songs live. Yeah. All, like some of the best musicians. And uh, it was, it was amazing. Like we had like, so the keys player that was playing for the night before was Xavier. Um, and uh, Xavier was playing on yeah. the ghost note song as well. Yeah. Um, and he plays for Toto. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So, and it's, it's crazy. And then they had like, Kendrick Lamar's guitarist and then Snoop Dogg's bass player, but he plays fusion and he's on my album. Uh, Roland Gahate, if I don't know if you know who Roland Gahate is. I do. Yeah. Ro- uh, Roland's a good friend and he's an amazing percussionist. Um, there were so many people. And then the drummers were just doing like duo stuff. So me and Aaron Spears and then Matt Gasker and Luke Holland. And then, it was uh, Thaddeus Sticks, uh, Thaddeus Sticks, and then Elmo Lovano, like good friends, and then Devin Sticks Taylor and Rico Nichols, and we were all like, just they were just playing my songs live, and it felt like humbling. They were, there was like a lot of people there, and and it was just a nice night. But then the next day was that Azulian life. Yeah. So Aaron and I were like really tired, but it was. Everyone came to the night before show anyway, but yeah, it's of so tiring because you know people are like you know the, when you're in LA, everything's like let's do this, let's do this while you're here, and I'm like, I need to relax <laughs> for a bit. But yeah, with the Zildjian live thing was was a was only two. We only had like two run throughs, uh, so we had a rehearsal day and we yeah. just ran the song once or twice yeah and then the next day we, we just do t- two takes on it because you know it's complicated stuff and it's not a lot of time to get some of that stuff down is it really yeah. um, but you have to you have to learn your parts mm. I mean, it's, it's part of being the professionals like you know you you've got to learn if you've got to learn the parts as if it is an actual show yeah and sometimes you get especially with josh we get like long we get like last minute calls like or emails saying, you know, Josh wants to play this song and we have never played it ever. <laughs> and then we have to rehearse it the next day and sound check. 
and make sure it's to its fullest standard for yeah. Josh to play. Yeah, of because course. It's like he can he can do that, and that's because he's a boss, and yeah. he, you know we, we get we get paid to to make sure we have his back. And it's the same thing when you do doing your own stuff, and especially with like that Zildjian live thing. It's like it's your voice, mm. right? so you you know how to do it. So like with you know I know where what parts I wrote, but I had never played drums to it because I was on Logic. Yeah, of course. On the mid plane, you know, <laughs> stuff. And and uh, I was just like, I, I can picture the parts in my head. Yeah. And when you play it, you're like, okay, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, because you must have a, when you're coming up with, with parts on a keyboard or whatever, you've got to have an idea of how your, your part's going to fit in and what it's going to be, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to be, you got to have a musical idea of what mm. you're going to do on the drums, but I always do the drums last because it's the most exciting part. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think it's like I tease myself to make a, a, a track that I know that I'm going to so desperately want to play drums on, <laughs> and I tease myself until the point when the song's done. Then I'm like, right now on the drums, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. a reward. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> So when you're writing, do you do you write with a totally um, like an, an open mind, or are you thinking this song's going to be in nine sixteen, or this is going to be in whatever, or do you just does it just take its own shape and and that's how it ends up, or do you have do you have ideas of that? It, it just takes its own shape. Funny enough, I don't really think about time signatures. I just mm. kind of feel the feeling of things. Sure. You know, some people say, oh, you you play stuff in, like, you play a lot of stuff in seven and you make a lot of songs in seven. But I really don't. I actually, it's, it's a mix match. Like, there's six, eight, there's seven, eight, there's some in nine, there's some. Mm. But I don't want to be the guy that just makes loads of things that are, like, nine, 16 and yeah. stuff. Like, I, I've i always made 4-4 four, four stuff. And especially my fourth album, there's a lot of 4-4. Four, four, mm. but people hear it differently and yeah. that's what's amazing about uh these drumless uh songs that i make they're not sure. they're not to just noodle about they're like the actual songs that you guys can play yeah. that that you know like i was that kid that was wanting to play a dave Weckle backing track when i was a kid <laughs> you know but no one had access to it because it was just on their dvd or you see these amazing drummers like or Simon. Yeah. Simon Phillips was like he played all these amazing protocol songs and I was like, Man, I want to play to stuff like that, but like no one could have access to it. No. So I just no. decided to do something to make my own songs and people started liking that. So I was yeah. like, that's that's the that's the magic that you guys could bring. Like the drummer gets to be a vocalist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I like that. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. And, and I guess the thing is, you know, there's no drums on there. It, I, I guess it's kind of down to the individual what they put over it. It can be as basic or as complex as 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 you like. I guess, do you get drummers sending you them playing your tracks in or, or dropping you, you know, messages? Look, this is me playing whatever it might be. Yeah, I do. I do get. Um, yeah, I do get <laughs> every day, every day. I think it's like every day there's like hundreds of people yeah. just tagging like I'm playing this and this is me playing seven to the power six or playing Gaia or playing 
you know, City or playing. Like, yeah. I've, I'm five albums up, so there's probably about 90 songs out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, it's amazing to see. Like, it's really yeah. nice to see. And on YouTube, like, you know, it's insane. Like, there's mm. hot, like, Tens of thousands of people playing all my songs, and I'm like, it's a, it's amazing though. It's a nice, it's a good, it's a nice compliment, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's nice, it's, it's, nice it's nice to have someone like even if it like for me, I take it with such warm like compliment that you know a, a four year old kid can play and he's having the time of his life mm. listening to his music. And, you know, I I remember there's a guy who messaged me like there are people that are going through like mental depression and then they listen to my music and then they're like, man, I, I just feel like listening to your music and I feel so much better. Like they don't even play drums. They just, yeah. I just feel good about it. And there's like a person who played drums, but he was in the military and you know, he, he lost um, a limb, you know, uh, he lost his leg and I, and I, and he said that the, I played the moment I heard your stuff, I started playing drums and made no excuses to know that I could still play with my hi-hat. Amazing. You know, he's amputated. And yeah. I was like, man, that's so uplifting. Like that, that inspired me because it's like people are, you know, playing without like the music has made an impact. Yeah, sure. Sure. And, and it's less about the drumming. And that's, that's, I think it's just being musical and being able to, I, I used a lot, I use a lot of emotion in my music because, mm. you know, I tell, I try to tell stories with, with what's going on in my sure. songs. And cause I was never the guy who wrote lyrics, you know, I wasn't the guy who was like, when I was a you know boy, I <laughs> like, no, I don't, I can't, I can't yeah. really write lyrics, like that, but I could write melodies to, to sing them to someone to, mm. to enhance an emotion. And I think that's what I was just, fortunate to be able to communicate and mm. you know it's, 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 it's some sort of language sure sure well it's certainly it's certainly working because as you say it's all over youtube and um you know that can't be a bad thing can it you know as you say giving giving drummers an outlet who perhaps want to play some you want to get the teeth into something a bit more tricky let's say because you, you can make it as tricky as you want as i've seen you do many times um <laughs> yeah. it doesn't have to be tricky but i mean it's just it's about it's about like um you know again it's the emotion mm. you could feel like one day you play this way and then the next day you yeah. play like this but it's all about feeling and i always say my songs are not about right and wrong it's yeah. about what makes you feel yeah good about it and that's i i say that a lot to a lot of people who who send me stuff they go yeah as you know was this right and i'm like it can be whatever you want it to be. Mm, yeah. It sounds a bit like Disney. You can be whatever you want it to be. If it sounds right, it's right. Yeah. If it sounds right, it's right. If you know it's wrong, then it's wrong. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. But you, you, you have the voice. And like I said, we said this earlier, the whole point of me doing this is for you to be the vocalist. Yeah. Because we need to start telling these karaoke, uh, bars that they need to start getting drum kits out drummy okey <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah 
I don't know. I don't know how popular that would be unless you had a whole room full of drummers, but who knows? But uh, well, they actually they, did. I, I don't know if you did. Did you see at the um, the UK drum show? I think it was about. Uh, it would have been in 2019. I think you were there actually. Yes, I, I don't think you were playing, yeah, but yeah. were you doing something for no. for Zildjian or Tama or something? I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> Zildjian experience. Yeah, mm. Zildjian Q and A thing. Yeah. Because they did a drummy okey thing there, where they had a drum kit and you could sit in with the with the with the resident band, and it was quite cool actually. Could catch on. Yeah, it's really it's really cool. I mean, I I I mean, it's so it's so cool seeing these little things. I mean, especially for like drum shows, mm. that would definitely work. But yeah, I mean, doing it in a real life situation, maybe not. <laughs> no, yeah, not that popular. Um, back in December, you did the Seth Meyers show, albeit remotely, yeah. didn't you? How was that? Yeah. Oh, man, it was insane. Um, you know, Eric, uh, the producer of the show, he's a really good friend of mine. Uh, we're bagel buddies. All right, okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, we love our bagels. So, uh, What's not to love? Eric is, you know, he, he's been meaning to get me over um, to do the show. And, uh, you know, Fred Armisen, mm. who plays the drums, uh, Usually, and he's a great actor, a great, great comedian. And, um, you know, I've had a few chats with him because he was actually in London here doing some stuff uh, sure. during the pandemic. Um, yeah, he just asked, like, I think it was on my birthday, Eric uh, messaged me and went, all right, we're going to do this. Because I was supposed to do it the year before. Um, but it was just like some sort of visa thing because yeah. I had like a, a specific... There's a lot of paperwork. I think similar thing happened with Ash Sone as well. Yeah. Um, because of the pandemic, we had to do it remotely, which made it easier for them to have us here. Yeah, of course. So we, we just filmed it. I filmed it here in my studio, and it was fun. Like, And it was amazing because last time I did Seth Meyers was in 2014 for Jessie Ware. Right, okay. And um, I was playing for her. Yes. And this time it was like, you know, and, you know, I remember Seth holding her album and this time he held my album. <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And it's like and all my friends were like calling and going, oh, my God, you on Seth Meyers, man. And so I was like, uh, it's just surreal. And like I said, it's all thanks to like Eric. And, you know, he he's such a drum fanatic because he's a drummer himself. Yeah. And, yeah. And. Yeah, and I we, we're looking into like you know I'll, you know when I go there for real you know just going into the studio because I always look past the Rockefeller Building and um, you know because I when we play with Josh he, he has a residency at Radio City um, which is a phenomenal we played one show there and that was it like but we're supposed to do more yeah of course the pandemic hit but I always we always do something there because there's like the today show and like we always do that and like the today show is like super early it's like you've got to be at there for like four o'clock in the morning wake at 2 a.m it's like it's a nightmare and then your green room is like the world's tiniest room (laughs) it's this massive building and you're in this tiny ass room it's like It's, it's not all glamorous then Oh no! Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But you're in this room with like the whole team, like Josh's production, uh, Josh's management, the, the PA, the PR, like the and the whole band, with, like 
Like I'm tall, but the rest of the band are super tall. Like they're like American sized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I, my musical director Tarek is like six foot, like six or six seven. Right. And like same with like Mark Stevens, who plays keys, and he also plays with Shaka Khan as well. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, you know, these giants, and we're all in this little room, like sitting there eating donuts, going. It's too early. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> that is seriously early. 4 a.m. You're not supposed to play music. Oh, no, not that early. Unless it's carrying on from the night before. That's okay. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I just remember waking up super tired and it's like, we're sound checking at 5.30 and then my oh. drum tech uh, niece was like, Kaz, we're just going to test your kit for you. Just make sure it's all right and it is. 5.30 in the morning, I'm like, gack. And I'm like, nah, it's too early. I need more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you slotted in just fine, though, once the, once the adrenaline kicked in. we Yeah, we got, we got, I think, like, two, like, Americanos later, yeah. <laughs> we full throttle, yeah. <laughs> got some fuel on board. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, so, so, do you know, all is pretty good at the moment. It's going in the right direction for you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going all right. You know, there have been changes. You know, there were changes for everybody. And uh, like I say, like, I'm just really happy about the the continuous creation. Like, yeah, creating. sure, sure. Not going to stop. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Well, look, Kaz, I know you're busy. Um, so I'm going to let you get on with your work. Thanks for doing this. It's good to see you again, mate. And um, I really appreciate you, man. Your time, and hopefully we can get you back up here to do another another show at some point in the not too distant future. My pleasure, top man. Pleasure, and thank you so much. Pleasure, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Kaz. Take care. See you soon. Bye, bye.